Welcome to Element Pods, where we start the conversation of how God is moving in your life. We are so glad that you have joined us today on Elements Podcast. Uh, Josh and Parker here. Again. Hello. It's good to see you again, Parker. Good to see you. Hey, um, when we talk about how we live life, how we demonstrate a lifestyle of the gospel with the hopes of uh, showing people who Jesus is, um, there can be a lot of avenues that we can take. I mean, we've seen the mm-hmm. negative aspects of someone maybe with a bullhorn on a street corner yelling at people. Yeah. Uh, we've seen real negative things. Mm-hmm. And this is something, Parker, that has been near to you, I would say, in the last few uh, weeks, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I would like you to talk a little bit about what you feel like it means to live a gospel lifestyle. I like that. Um, you kind of reference one of my points of entry into this conversation. I think we all kind of have the wrong, we, we understand and we recognize the wrong way to do this. And it's because it's always the loud people with picket signs and, and you know, screaming at people and telling them how awful they are and all this different, uh, these different approaches to um, screaming at people. And um, I think this is personal to me because this was so um, important for my uh, faith initially and my growth as well because I had I had heard all the church stories I I'd, I'd grown up I knew the Bible stories but I didn't I didn't internalize them nor did I understand why they mattered hmm. and so it wouldn't have mattered if anybody just pointed at me and yelled them at me again it wouldn't have mattered what made the difference was that eventually someone came along that actually took interest in in my life and wanted to be my friend Mm. and once they became my friend i understood that they cared and once they cared they started talking to me about the difficulties that i had in life and once i opened up and started talking about the difficulties i had we started remedying solutions and and solutions that weren't only physical in the world like moving or changing location or or changing a career path or something like that but it was spiritual where it was like how are you going to get rid of the past pain that you had how are you going to so it started to become more and more deep as this friendship and this relationship developed and so i think a lot of us get told whether it's on an element wednesday night or in a podcast we're listening to or in a Bible plan that we're reading that we need to go out and we need to tell people about our faith, that we need to evangelize and, and that we need to go shout it from the rooftops and stuff like that. And, and I think a lot of, a lot of us, including me, aren't attracted to that. Like we don't know what to do with that. We don't know. It scares us to go be that person. And, and what I'm learning in life is is reaching people for Jesus Christ looks like true relationships. That's what I'm getting at through all of this. It is authentic, true, heart-deep relationships that allow people to feel cared, loved, and heard. Not not corrected, yelled at, and damned. You know? It's like you you hear them, you see them, and you care about them. Why 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 leading why should we lead in with care and love? Because that was the first thing you said. It's relationships where they know that they're being yeah. cared for and loved, not corrected and judged. Um, so why? 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 Um, first of all, I think 
when you look at Jesus interacting with anybody who is struggling with faith or sin or anything in the, in those gospels, you see him leading out with love. Mm. Like you see him reaching out in care and concern. And then after he's cleaned up their mess with them, he's gone, go and don't do that anymore because mm. it's going to it's gonna wreck your life again. Just don't do that anymore. And there's the truth of encouraging someone to go, hey, the more you, if you go back to that dog slop that you were eating, it's going to taste like dog slop. And you're going to be messy. Right. And so when you see that, you start to understand that maybe, too, that's how I should appro- approach people as well. And, and what this takes, especially for students, um, especially for you in friendships with, with students at school, too, is it takes patience. Mm. It's, it's this constant um, love and care towards them that I believe sh- just radiates Jesus to them. And so um, to be conscious of the way that that feels and the way that that looks in your life. There's this marketing strategy called jab, jab, hook. And it's this idea that if I add value, I add value, then eventually I can come in and ask a hard question. Mm. So like, let's say I say a free book giveaway, free, free drawing for this, free. I'm adding value, adding value. And then I come in and I say, buy my book. Yeah. I finally asked the hard question. So from a, like, bit, from a business standpoint, from a business is, standpoint. Yeah. So now let's, let's change that to a relationship standpoint. Let's say I've been friends with Jacob Watson for, for a year. I've done nothing but, but add value to his life. I've, I've bought him coffee. I've hung out with him. I've heard him vent when he's angry. Um, I've, I've gone on bike rides with him and we go to the gym together and work out. And like, we've, we've had these moments where we've, we've become really good friends. And eventually because he trusts, because he, he knows that I care, I can go, Hey Jacob, you should come to element with me. Hmm. Um, like we, we're experiencing life together. This is a big part of my life. I would love if you'd come to element, element with me. I'm not going to force you. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I, I mean, this isn't required to be my friend, but I'd love if you'd You'd come and experience that with me too, and and it also gives you the opportunity where, let's say that that same friend has a difficult life circumstance that comes their way, yeah, and they go, "What do you think?" Oh my goodness, this right. is your opportunity where you're going to go. Well, you really trust me, right? Yeah, and you can show them a glimpse into what God has for them, right. even you know, even outside of a church service or not. You can go. Right. You know, I've been your friend for a long time, and I've seen this. And since you're asking, I feel like you trust me. I want to share this with you. Yeah, and that reminds me too. Like, and even in that moment, you as a student who who's sharing with your with your friend, the the phrase that I always revert back to when I'm not sure where my friends at spiritually, but I want to talk to them about spiritual things. I usually lead off with the phrase in my personal experience. Mm. Like in my experience, when I pray my spirit is calmed mm-hmm. and I feel loved. Um, in my experience, when when I read scripture and understand the truth of the universe, I find meaning in life. That's my personal experience. So I'm not shoving my beliefs on them. I'm yeah. just saying, here's what I would do, man. Yeah. Here's what I would do. And, and I can't argue with you. Right. If, if that is your experience. Right. With if that. it's my experience, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not challenging you in any yeah. way. I'm just saying this is what worked for me. So a scripture that I want um, us to just internalize when it comes to this l- lifestyle of the gospel. Mm. Um, it comes from James chapter one, verse 19. It's this idea that we are slow to speak, but very quick to listen. Mm. And I think that makes a good friend. Think of one of your best friends right now. They probably are good listeners. 
they probably listen to you when you complain about homework, when you complain about your team, when you complain about your parents, right? Yeah. But you also laugh together and laugh so hard until you pee your pants, (laughs) you know? So like at the same time, there's this multidimensional friendship that's happening. And and to land the plane too on this, um, I think of the story of Zacchaeus. Mm. This is a great example of the gospel in action in the lifestyle of of Jesus and he, he approaches this this man who's totally just an outcast. We talked about being the other in society and um, in another podcast and, and Zacchaeus is totally the other in this situation. And what Jesus does is he doesn't approach him, tell him all the things he did wrong and then say, by the way, I love you. What he did was say, hey, I need to come to your house today. We need to hang out. We need to be buds. Um, I want to eat dinner at your, at your table. Let's mm-hmm. do that. And and Zacchaeus accepted. And so this time passes in the scripture where where meals in that day took a, lo- took a while. Yeah. Right. They took hours to, to we, like. They didn't have microwaves. Together. Right. 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 But at the end of it, Zacchaeus stands up and says, I'm going to change my life. Hmm. I'm going to I'm going to write a ton of my wrongs. And what happens in that margin, those hours of conversation, I, you know, this is speculation, but you can't help but think that Jesus added value to Zacchaeus's life and then hit him with some truth. That know? they laughed, they smiled, right. they enjoyed the same food. And there was patience and there was a relationship, love and truth. So this is where I want to leave you students with, because with the story of Zacchaeus, Jesus didn't step in and go, hey, Zacchaeus, clean up your life so I can come over to your house for lunch. Correct. He didn't say that. Uh, He was saying, hey, come over, let's establish some relationship. And, you know, the thing that people need to recognize in our lives is people don't want to feel like a project. Yeah. They don't want to go. The only reason I'm a part of their life is because they want to get me to church. As soon as I get to church, they're going to hang me out to drive. People are looking for relationships. I'm Mm -hmm. looking for a relationship. Right. You're looking for a relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we need to understand that uh, to have this, this idea in our head where it's like make relationships be a friend and be patient with the process and trust god's timing yes so take all of this that we just talked about and this applies to anybody in your school Mm -hmm. whether it's someone who you go to church with or whether it's someone who doesn't believe in god at all yeah or believes in some other god like this patient process of loving them and then eventually asking them a big question or inviting them to something and always, always, always showing them the relationship, the love, the care, and the patience of Jesus Christ. So students, this is what you need to know. Uh, We are called uh, to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Uh, Parker, we are called to scream it from the mountaintops, Mm -hmm. but it may not be with our words. It more likely will be with our actions, Mm -hmm. with our relationships, with how we love people. So students, you need to look at the the people around you that are walking up and down the hallways, who is in need of relationship? Who can you step into their world and give them a taste of God's goodness, not for an agenda, but just going, hey, I want to come over to your house for dinner, or would you come over to my house for dinner? So, Amen. hey, thanks for sharing heart level on that, Parker. Mm-hmm. And uh, students, um, we rely on, on you. God is relying on you to be uh, his church for the world. And the only way that is going to happen is if uh, you choose to get out of your comfort zones and live a gospel lifestyle. Thanks for tuning in to Element Pots. Make sure you subscribe to this feed for future conversations about God at work in your life.